Welcome to CritterCast episode 45. Oh my gosh. Episode 45. I'm super, super excited to bring it to you guys. For those of you who are just joining the show here, my name is Karina. My name is Cassie. And we are co-hosts of CritterCast, the animal-themed podcast where we talk about all the wacky, wild, and wonderful facts about critters all over the world. Emphasis on wacky. Today, especially. And wonderful. (laughs) And did we say weird? We should put weird in there, too. All of the above. (laughs) It's Cassie and Karina, and we're at it again, sharing cool facts about our animal friends. We make stupid jokes, and we laugh a lot, but we also like to learn, so give us a shot. We'll talk about snails and their tweezer teeth, or gush about our love of manatees. We'll tell you why owls are so scary to us, and there's tons more critters that we'll discuss. We promise to make sure you'll have a blast, because you're listening to CritterCast. Yes, indeed you are listening to CritterCast. Lucky you! And here on episode 45, boy do we have things to talk about. I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear what you researched. But before we talk about said things, we should just do a quick disclaimer that as usual, we are not experts uh, about any animals, but especially the animals we research on this podcast. Right. We do a (laughs) bi-weekly episode that is usually between 45 minutes and an hour filled with first the basics and then focusing on some of the weird and wacky facts about a particular species of the, of the episode. That's right. We know what you're here for. And it's the weird stuff. Oh yeah. Cause honestly, if it's not weird, what are we doing? You know what? I feel like that maybe is our new motto. <laughs> if it's not weird, what are we even doing? <laughs> absolutely. And today's today's critter is is absolutely and truly right fitting into that niche. Yay! Of just a weird critter that you probably have never heard of. Ooh. I had certainly never heard of it. And I think most of our listeners probably had never heard of I'm it. I'm very excited. So that's what's going on today. The story behind today's episode is that I was going to do what Cassie never, ever, ever wanted to do. No. And follow a suggestion from one of our Patreon followers and supporters and, and good friends, Erica, and talk about California ground squirrels. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> because it was time. It was no. just time. No. But then It's never time for squirrels. So I, I, I started where I usually start. At Wikipedia, right? <laughs> right. Because that's usually where I start it's a good and then I branch off from there. Of course. And I came across a word, semifossorial, that Wait, I had. Semifossorial? Fossorial? Fossorial. Semi, S-E-M-I-F-O-R-E-C? No, F-O-S-S-O-R-I-A-L. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea what it meant. Yeah. So then I clicked on the Wikipedia page for that and... A picture popped up that I was like, whoa, excuse you. What the heck is that? Yay. As a, an example of another animal that fell under this this word that I didn't know. Exactly. Thing. And then I was like, we, this is going to be the next thing we talk about. And then I was like, um, why don't we just talk about it now? So I scrapped the whole oh, California no. ground squirrel. Yay. Um, just for, we will do it. We uh. will do it. And literally in my notes, I stopped writing mid note. And just in all caps wrote, JK, we're talking about Mexican mole lizards. Mexican mole lizards. Yes. Three words you never thought you would hear one right after the other. Yeah. When you said Mexican mole, I was like, okay, 
Are I we talking see about where like this a Mexican is going. mole? I was thinking maybe some sort of naked mole rat right, that was right. indigenous to Mexico. Which also was pictured when you when you pull up the Wikipedia page for semifossorial. Yay! But um <laughs> and gives you kind of an idea of of where I'm going and and what we're doing. Okay. The the Latin name for the Mexican mole lizard is Bipus biporus. Okay. And the common name is five-toed worm lizard. <laughs> um, yeah. Which worm lizard? Five-toed worm lizard. So wait, okay. I'm assuming from the five-toed that it has feet and toes. Yes, but it's a worm too. No, it's That's, a lizard. Is that a description of what it kind of looks like? Sort of. Okay, ah. so this this is a reptile. It's a freaking reptile. Okay, okay. for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. And as soon as I started researching it, it became like vocab lesson time. Like it was super time. Every word I was looking at, I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. So there's a lot of like little subsets as I'm, as I'm trying to figure out what all these words mean. The first thing I came across is, okay, for sure it's a reptile. Nobody was questioning that. At least we can put that in our pocket, take it to the bank, right? (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) This is this Mexican mole lizard is in fact a reptile. Hey, that's better than we're at sometimes. Yeah, I know. Right. We got that. Yeah. It is an, now I'm gonna butcher this. Oh, it no. is an Amphisbanian. Amphisbanian, sure. Species, which is a grouping of lizards that are otherwise known as worm lizards. I did not realize this was a thing. Neither did I. Okay. And then this, so it's, it's a large, a large grouping of generally legless squamates, oh. which was another word I had to look up. Squamates are just the largest grouping of reptiles. They cover all right. scaled reptiles. There is a squamates pod. Oh, squamates very cool. Podcast. Yeah. They literally are talking about scaled reptiles. Yes. So there you go. This particular species, though, is one out of only four species in the Amethysbanian <laughs> group that does have legs. Okay. So it okay, falls under okay. the same grouping of like a European legless lizard, which we've mentioned briefly in previous episodes. Right. Um, and other such legless lizards. Okay. But it indeed has legs. So it's a legless lizard with legs. Yes. So it's a little bit confusing because if you looked at it, you might think, oh, that's not a lizard. And then you think, wait, it is a lizard. And then you think, no, it's not a lizard. And oh, it's a worm, but it's not. Like, yes. Uh, <laughs> so that was my, that was my little vocabulary lesson. We awesome. learned a couple new words today because Woo-hoo. I had no idea. Um, they are endemic. Oh, that was another new word I learned. That's a good one. To Baja, California. Oh. And do you want to explain to our listeners what endemic is? Cause I had no idea. Oh, it just means that that's where they're from and that's where they are. Right. So it's, it's like a special word that not only are they native to an area, yeah. but they're generally specific to like one, like, like axolotls, how yes. they're very specific. They're yeah endemic which sounds like a bad thing but it's not necessarily a bad thing you know right it just sounds like a bad word because it sounds like a pandemic or like oh you know but the dimic just means like to a place right i think so i don't understand root words don't look at me we should text erica (laughs) (laughs) be like help us this is not a podcast about words and forming words (laughs) much to my dismay oh well 
So they're endemic to Baja, California. Okay. Which again, I had That's to just, cool. I had to refresh my memory on what exactly, like where exactly right. Baja, California Baja, California yeah. was. Yeah. So it's, it's officially the 29th state of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. I knew it was in that region, but I right. didn't know it was the 29th. officially a full state and that it was the 29th state. Yeah. It's, it is, if you look at a map, it's the little dangly part yeah. off the West Coast, like Northwestern Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it actually separates the Pacific Ocean from the Gulf of California. Oh. So that makes it a really cool, special little little sliver of the right, world. Right. Um, it's also a prominent volcanic activity area. There are so multiple active volcanoes. A lot that's going on in this area that's mm-hmm. like specific to that area. Yeah. So that makes sense why a species might be endemic to it. Right. That there's just there's just so many factors. Everything's perfect yeah. there for just this small grouping of for these critters. worm lizards that also have legs but that look like worms. Yes. Yeah. So honestly, when most people look at Mexican mole lizards, they would say it's a worm. Wait, is it a snake? And it is neither. It is a lizard. <laughs> so that would just confuse everyone. Awesome. It's hard enough when you have a legless lizard, right? Because legless lizards, unless you know, you've seen them before or you look pretty closely. Right. Of course they look like a snake. Right. It just looks like a snake. Yeah. Because it just is a long, thin, scaled creature. Yeah. yeah. That moves like a snake. Yeah. So it looks like a snake. Right. So there you go. But why isn't it a snake though? Oh my gosh. Well, we could talk about legless lizards all day long, but it's not a snake because late now European legless lizards specifically, that's what I yeah. know the most about. Yeah. Um, are different from these legless non-legless mm-hmm. lizards so mm-hmm. don't get too confused but european legless lizards have eyelids so that that's something snakes never have right they have eyelids that open and close and they do have external ears, ears. yeah that snakes don't have right um and so that's a that's a thing uh that they that they've got going on and they just they're not built the same way they do actually is. move a little differently they do snakes. move yeah they yeah. move more like a side you know like yeah. a side shimmy going on and they don't like they don't have the the same jaws that snakes have. Right. So they don't swallow their prey whole. Right. And sometimes they try to kill Harry Potter. Yeah. Because they're actually basilisks. Yeah. Which are not snakes. They're giant legless lizards. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, please don't be confused though. We went on a I'm little so tangent. I'm so confused. Because Mexican mole lizards are... Do have legs. Mm, yes. And also they don't have some of the same things that differentiate legless lizards from snakes. Okay. So. Gotcha. Yeah. They are species of least concern. Part of being endemic is that they are very well suited to their environment and they're doing pretty well. Nice. They're not over hunted for. Nope. Any reason. Nope. They're, they're holding steady. They're also not like overpowering any other populations. Good. So they're holding steady. Great. They are. Let's talk about what they look like. Right. Before I show you the picture. Yes. Um, Hopefully none of you have paused and looked up a picture yet because I, I want it to be really big I'm building up for a big reveal. I am I'm creating this image in my mind. Right. That yes, keep right keep adding to it. So they are pink worm-like lizards okay. that are usually seven to ten inches in length and that's from the tip of their snout to their vent. It doesn't include their tail. Okay. Um their tail's not super long, but that's just to give you an idea. Okay. They are only around a quarter of an inch wide. Oh Super, super skinny. Okay. Right? Because they're worm-like. So they look kind of like a night crawler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they they do have a short lifespan, about a oh. year or two. Oh. Mm. That's not very And long. they're pink. 
So there you go. Um, that's really. I feel like they're very cute. Yeah, they are. Uh Are you ready for your picture? Wait, what do their legs look like? Okay. So it it comes later in my notes Mm because so that you guys know, you know, I have fun with subtitles. My first was just the basics. And so we just, that was like the things that weren't particularly interesting about them, but it was just the basics. Yeah. We got to get those facts in place. The next, the next subtitle is what the weird. And it's just. Uh, more basic facts about them, but that are strange and weird. Perfect. And then the last subtitle, which we'll get to later, is freaky fun facts. Yay. It's like extra things that awesome. are weird and fun. You're hitting all my buttons today. Right? <laughs> so let me just real quick to wrap up our, our basics, not super yeah. weird or, or freaky. Um, they are oviparous and egg-laying mm-hmm. species. Oviparous, so, not yes. oviviparous. No, just okay. straight oviparous. Okay. The females only lay, they only breed once a year in midsummer, like okay. around July, and they only lay one to four eggs at oh, a time. Small clutch. Yeah. Okay. And and they, they incubate for two months and then they hatch. Okay. It's nice. all and it's all underground. Way too. to go, ladies. So they're they're only underground. Do they live underground kind of too? Yeah. And we'll go over that a little okay. bit more as we get into the, the weirder stuff. The weirder stuff. stuff. The weirder Whoa. stuff. In our what the weird. Okay. Uh, continuing on with what they look like. Their skin is corrugated and segmented. Corrugated. Corrugated. Like corrugated metal, metal that is has like little dents little, all over yeah, it. Yeah, like little cinches all throughout. And then segmented like a worm. Like a worm. Okay. Because that helps assist with their movement, right? Oh. Because they give some more traction mm-hmm. against the dirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're scales. So they're basically like circular scales. Instead of being like the little tiny scales that are lapping in kind of that like right. typical reptile pattern, right. they just have like circle scales okay. all down their body. Cool. They have blunt, round heads to burrow in softer dirt and sand effectively. Like how blunt? Like blunt like, like a Kenyan think, sand blow, blow up? No, or? no, no. That's like flat and kind of pointy, you okay. know? No, think blunt like an Alaskan bullworm from SpongeBob SquarePants. That would be helpful for me if I knew what the heck that was. Oh my gosh, you hurt the child in me. <laughs> uh, yeah, just think like a traditionally what a, what a worm looks like in cartoons. Okay. Okay. Blunt head, yeah, just yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, they do have, they don't have any external ears like oh. lizards do, but they do have rudimentary eyes. I'm assuming the not having external ears is part of because they're burrowers. Yes. Okay. And, but then unlike worms who have like rudimentary eyes that are like buried deep within the skin. Yeah. And some other species of worm-like lizards do have those. These guys, their eyes are out and you can, you could see them. Like if you were looking at them, you okay. could see their eyes, but they're pretty rudimentary. They can, they can sense light. Like light and darkness. Yeah. But they yeah. don't like see, see things. Gotcha. And they don't have eyelids. Oh, so unlike the other legless lizards, they have no eyelids and no external ears. Useless. Yes. So (laughs) that's, you know, in direct contrast to what we were talking about with other legless lizards. Taxonomy. Yeah. Right. Uh, They have front arms that are short and widespread with little paddle-like hands at the end that have long mole-like claws. (laughs) So they... Like mole hands. Dig. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For digging. Okay. okay. Their back legs have completely disappeared <laughs> except <laughs> for vestigial bones that are viewable if on x-rays only. But they don't poke out. They're just no. like. Yeah. You don't see In them. the body. Mm-hmm. 
awesome. So just the front legs, <laughs> just the weird little front mole hands. It's coming for me in the night. <laughs> I can, I'm imagining it like crawling like something from a horror movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. They do have, they do have tails past their vents. Okay. That are autotomous without regeneration. Apparently oh. autotomous is the word for self amputation. So oh. what many other lizards do and like crested geckos right. and some other types of lizards, if they drop their tail, it's just gone. It's gone. Yeah. They cannot regenerate it. Yeah. They do use that but as they can a, drop their rice. Tail. And they do use that. I said rice instead of right. I meant right. <laughs> it's fine. Apparently I'm thinking about rice. <laughs> they do use that as a defense mechanism, especially because if they're trying to get away from a predator and they're burrowing, and they drop their tail. Their tail will literally plug the hole and, what? and give them some extra time to get away. Because <laughs> Okay, that's you know, brilliant. Why not? Yeah. What a way to live oh your life my. if you are a Mexican worm mole. Mole lizard. Worm. Mole, a Mexican mole lizard. Um, that's it. An MML. Yeah. Sure. I'm like an MLM. <laughs> Wait, what if one of these MMLs started an MLM? I have no idea what we're even talking about. A multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, no. A pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That's that's what I have in what they look like. Are you ready yes, for this picture? Show me a picture. Okay. I actually, now that um, I have found, I found a better picture than the first one I had oh, originally boy. saved. The one that made you go, what? Yeah. yeah. Are you ready, though? Yes. Okay. Show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Oh, no. It's a video. <laughs> Wait. All right. And I connected. Oh, what? Aren't they? It's so cute. Right? <laughs> I but love also, it. But also freaky, man. Oh, my god. So gosh. this was the first photo I saw, too. And I was like, what the? Yeah, that is not quite what I was picture picturing. I'm sure it wasn't. It's cute. You know what its head reminds me of? Mm. Its head reminds me of a monkey-tailed skink. Yeah. So nice and blunt like that. Yeah. That's totally accurate. Um, blunt, round head. I think monkey-tailed skinks have a little more shape to their head. But yeah. it's it's very similar to that yeah. where the nose is nowhere near as short as you think it should right, be. Right, right. Um, and my, in my research, we didn't talk about their noses at all. I think like other, um, like snakes and other underground creatures, yeah. they probably have like teeny, teeny, tiny nose slits, mm -hmm. but they don't use that primarily. They do a lot with their tongues probably. And, uh, yeah, a little senses. bit. So some, some species in this family have, um, have forked tongues like lizards. Okay. This particular species, they don't really utilize their tongues. So what do they use? Oh my gosh. What they do don't they use? use ears. They don't use eyes. They don't <laughs> use tongues. They do kind of use their eyes, okay, to be fair. Ish. They're in the darkness anyway. How okay. can they even... Oh. They use... Okay, they use their little mole arms, right? Because like a worm, these little weirdos spend uh -huh. their whole lives burrowed unless it's really late at night and there's been a heavy rainfall. Okay. Because then they can come in and out of the, the softer sand really and easily. dirt really easily. Yeah. Um, but they live their lives 
underground. So they okay. don't need to see or hear. Yeah. And there's not really like, if you try to smell, you're just going to be breathing in dirt all the time. Right. So they use those claws at the end of their little, little short mole legs, just like this, I'm sure, except much more effectively. And then they actually have, they're surprisingly effective hunters because they have a bone inside their middle ear, which is their internal ear. Okay. That is really sensitive to vibrations. Oh. Yeah. So that's, they're sensing movement around them. And then they can either like burrow up really quick and grab things with their teeth and their claws and pull them down and eat them. Oh my gosh. Or they can just grab things as they're burrowing through. Nice. And so the top things that they eat are mostly insects. insects. They are opportunistic carnivores. Okay. So they just like, what did we talk about recently? Those opportunistic carnivores. Uh, goblin, goblin sharks. Yeah. 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 Um, so they, anything they can grab and eat that's small enough, they're yeah. going to go for most often that's ants and termites, other insects. Okay. Sometimes it's even smaller lizards okay but they're not that big so right. it can't be anything too big too, yeah um and i find this this is it's a little bit later in my facts but i find it odd that some somewhere along the way scientists decided that in order to find out their diet they would just analyze the contents of their stomach I mean, yeah. Sure. Okay. Like we cared that, that much about these weird little worm creatures. Like somebody somewhere found this was like, I'm going to find out everything I can possibly know about these. And I only find it weird yeah. because we don't really know much about them or their behavior. Right. Because they're so secluded. But that's something that you can look at after they're dead. So <laughs> right? if you found a specimen. True, true. You can, if you're doing I just an think autopsy, it's funny, you like, can look at their stomach Because contents. they're so small. A scientist in a lab somewhere with a little microscope yep. is like cutting open a tiny tiny little yep. like, teeny just, tiny little tummy it's just kind of funny but they found and when they opened it up they found mostly like soft shelled bugs okay. with teeth marks so then they were oh. like they definitely chew and swallow yeah. instead of swallowing whole like a snake. right right so they actually do like use their teeth to chew and swallow and they basically just have sharp little pointy teeth there's not like multiple layers or anything going on like okay that. okay like the little sharp pointy teeth like the killer bunny from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, I thought you were going to say Banicula. We but have like, different that's a whole... cultural touchstones, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but Banicula had vampire teeth, yes. so that would have been... Uh, I'm assuming whatever. these are not vampire they're just, no. mole worms. No, they're, they're just sharp, pointy teeth, like most lizards yeah. have. Not fancy, like... Yeah. You, you probably couldn't see them if you opened up its mouth, but little, they're little in there. Triangle teeth. Pretty standard. Yeah. You know, yeah. Normal, normal lizard teeth. <laughs> um, despite a looking a lot like primitive snakes, uh-huh. they have a lot of unique features that distinguish them from other reptiles. And recent research has shown that they evolved independently from snakes ah. and they lost their legs at a different point in evolution than snakes did. Yeah. Okay. So that's why even though they look like primitive snakes, they are not, they're, they're not more closely related to true lizards. Cool. Cool. So cool, cool. for sure. Yeah. Lizards for sure. Reptiles. Definitely. Lizards. Just weird. Trust us. Non-likeless lizards. They're definitely lizards. Okay. We're not, you know, we're <laughs> not lying here. We're not making this up. It's a real animal. <laughs> Seriously, Google it. <laughs> but and also, we should have uh, put this episode out on April first, right? And just been like, I swear, <laughs> we're not making a joke. Um, 
so this is a this is a good pausing point. Uh, we're a little more than halfway through our facts, and it's a good point to stop and do our usual promo yeah, shout out swapsy fun we like to highlight other podcasts that you might enjoy if you enjoy us you might enjoy these podcasts yeah just to share the love today we're featuring the trailer for the creature feature podcast going back to another animal podcast yay who just the zoo of us oh i love them here's their promo please enjoy Hey there, new friends. This is Ellen Weatherford. Do you like animals? Do you enjoy arbitrarily rating things out of 10? Can you tolerate puns? If so, join me and my husband, Christian, over at Just the Zoo of Us for a weekly review of your favorite animal species. Just the Zoo of Us is available on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast apps. You can find us at anchor.fm slash just the zoo of us. See you soon. Please check them out. We will make sure that all their social media is linked in all of our episode announcements for episode 45 as well. And we hope that you enjoy Just the Zoo of Us just as much as you love CritterCast. Yes, for sure. Hearts in the sky. Oh, my goodness. All right. We've done it. We've made it to the final subtitle of the notes. The freaky is this fun when facts. things get freaky and fun? I mean, to be honest. But stay factual. Don't, right, a little bit, yeah. Don't get too worked up because like I mentioned earlier, there is a lot we just don't know about these right. guys. Because when you spend your whole life underground, there is not a lot of opportunity for observation yeah. and learning how you live your life. But the collection of facts that I was able to find that lay in the past basics but still freaky and interesting ta- category are coming up now. Excellent. So there you go. I can't wait. Uh, right? So even though these guys are super mysterious and weird, uh-huh. the fact that their population remains stable tells us that they're probably an integral part of the food web in right. Baja, California. Right. And that's because if they were, if their population was expanding and exploding, that we would think maybe we need to be concerned that they are overhunting over. and yeah. exactly. And if their if their population was doing any weird curving mm-hmm. or if they were or decreasing, shrinking. right? Yeah. We worry about them, but they have stayed stable for decades, for as long, you know, hundreds of years, presumably. Cool. We haven't been studying them for that long. Right. Probably only right. a couple of decades. Yeah. But, um, but just stayed stable even like which to me is so weird because they only produce one to four eggs a year yeah that's not a big clutch at all but they they must be pretty decently safe from predation so the thing is they're so small that they could be preyed on by anything like other lizards snakes anything like that other in the area uh, yeah any like mammals that are digging and right. trying to get in there and eat like that's a tasty snack yeah of course but i think because they spend so much time underground they're one of the bigger predators that lives underground right right because right. the bugs aren't because they're them. seven to ten inches long yeah yeah so for an underground critter right. like that's that's pretty that's decent pretty decent they're teeny tiny to us mm-hmm. but especially because they're so skinny because yeah. think about like a 10 inch long worm would be a massively long worm right but it's a pretty small snake still especially when it's so so small but it's not a snake at all it's a lizard oh i keep calling them snakes because in my head they look like snakes right right but they're just not uh they're pink 
because they lack melanin right as most underground they don't need it right they're just like they live underground okay they don't need to have melanin no, they just hide they from no the sun. protection from the sun you just hide it which makes me wonder why aren't vampires pink why they have blood in them from drinking other people's blood all the oh, time because their human bodies had melanin stupid i mean so the then vampire, why are they pale yeah but the because they just don't have as much blood as the rest of us. They drink in blood all the time. They should have plenty of blood. I if think you'd you have drain, to drink a lot but the, of blood. The whole theory is that they like drain a whole person. They're just basically anemic, it's though. It's dumb. It's <laughs> stupid. Anyway, unlike vampires, these guys are pink because they have their own blood rolling around in their body. And they don't have any melanin to tinge their skin. So you just see Great. everything through the skin. Perfect. That's what they look like. But Love I it. presume that they're always a little dirty, too. Because that would be my guess. They live under the ground. Sure. If you feel like going herping in Baja, California. I do. And and you feel like going digging around just like you would dig for earthworms in your backyard as Uh a small child. You could probably easily find one. They are everywhere. Like Nice. And you could pretty easily pick it up and take a peek at it before re-releasing it. Okay. Because they are generally docile. They, you know, they... They're not going to harm it. It's not going to harm you. If they they do have little teeth, they can bite just like anything with teeth. But it's not their go-to defense mechanism. They don't musk like snakes. Oh, nice. Right? So you could, if you startle them too much or you go to grab their their tail area, they could drop their tail. Sure. You wouldn't want to do that to them. No. But if you grab near like the head region, they're not going to drop their tail on you. Yeah. Because they're like, well, that's ineffective. Right. And a lot of times they'll just kind of sit there while you take a peek at them. And see them. Cool. And then please put them back in the dirt. Yes. So that they can go. Yeah. And don't get eaten. Right. There was a whole 22 fun facts article that I looked at. Uh And most, like, at least six of the facts were all about, like, what to do if you want to go and find one. Oh. (laughs) Like, what, you know, you should go at night. Like, you were looking for night crawlers. If you're looking for fishing bait, you should go at night and go when it's dark, especially after heavy rainfall. That's a high chance you'll be able to find one. Uh And that they're just kind of generally all over the region. Great. And it's a pretty big, I mean, the Baja peninsula is it's a sizable yeah. piece of land um and they're kind of all over the whole place nice they especially like the warm wet areas mm-hmm. because of course that's where they that's where they thrive and that volcanic soil must be a really good habitat for their tunneling and burrowing oh yeah for yeah. sure because this is just they live there yeah. and like they don't they don't create elaborate tunnel systems or anything like they that they just go wherever they, they just want go to. where they go right Right. Cool. So weird. And we don't know what they do when they come across each other. We have no idea. They could sense each other's movement. My thought is that they'd probably just sense that movement and go a different direction. That makes sense. Because if they can sense movement, they can probably sense like how big the thing moving is. Right. So if it's something as like close to their size or bigger, of course, you'd be like, (laughs) peace out. I'm going to go a different way and follow the termites. Yeah. Termites are so gross. Oh, yeah. We have to do an episode about them. So glad that Mexican mole lizards are around in Baja eating termites. These guys are much cuter than termites. Absolutely. And seem much more helpful. So thanks. Now that I'm rereading this section, I realize it's more just Karina talking about what she thinks is super cool about them. And it's a little less freaky, but that's, that's okay. Always what my freaky facts are. <laughs> right? It always just turns into this is this my is so cool. This is my love letter to yes. Mexican liz- mole lizards. Nice. Um their fingers, right, that we talked about earlier, have those like mole like claws. And they they remind me a little bit of pangolins. 
like oh. how they're always standing like with their lot because they're yeah. also burrowers they right. also dig a lot so any any creature like that is just gonna like have these little these little claws and on like honestly it's just they're just if you haven't seen a picture yet stop what now you're doing the time to google google at, or look at our social media right we will have the photos they will be there understand that i mean it. i truly mean it when i say they are so cute in a weird and kind of freaky way yeah like the first picture you look at it's a little startling the second picture you're like oh man they're super cute and then like if you keep looking at more pictures after that right. you start to see the kind of creepy factor sure. to it right yeah yeah we maybe should have squeezed this in in october before it turned into november but whatever it's you fine know what? it's fine um if you watch videos of these guys moving they don't look as much like worms as you would think they do look more like burrowing snakes than worms interesting only because worms like they move slower and very deliberately and these guys right. are pretty quick they're pretty because quick because they have the arms right because they have arms. Oh my to like gosh, that's pull so creepy! Through. Oh my gosh, that's so creepy! I it's love like it. you know what? It's like the what else has like just arms that they drag their whole body with? Something horrifying that I'm thinking of, like a horror. Yeah, like movie. something from a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, like I there's one. Oh, in you know what? What I'm thinking of in my head though is is the scene in The Little Mermaid when Ursula is like dragging herself along the wedding aisle. Ew. And she's like using just her like yeah. front arms because her that was terrifying. Too. Yeah, which it's obviously she has tentacles, right? But like she, they don't work on land, and that's a, is, that's a pretty horrifying, weird moment. Yeah. Right? They should have worked. They should they have got suckers. Have Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. she would have been fine. It was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If and so if you watch the moving, you can and you can see the segments more, and they look like we were talking about earlier, like like piping, irrigation piping and stuff right. that have like, especially those thick PVC pipes. Yeah. It looks like that. Does it contract and expand? Uh, no, cause there's scale. Yeah. So it's just kind of funky. Like this is the, this is the video that I, um, was a looking at where you can like really see their, um, see them going down. Right. Oh yeah. They're fast. Yeah. They're, they're fast and their whole body is cinching yeah. more like a snake versus like every tiny little segment. Mm-hmm. Like you think of with a worm. Right. You can tell that they have like continuous muscular. Yeah. Structure. Yeah. And also like their skin wrinkles and folds oh, like, like Ichabod. They are creepy. <laughs> when you watch them move with, them with the front legs. It's very, also, they're very pink. And they're so long. They look like. So long versus how skinny they are. Something odd. So when you, when you just look at the pictures, they're really cute. But when you right. look at them moving in videos, that's where you get I the mean, freaky. I mean, I still don't hate it. No, but it's, it's. like cute freaky. Right? Like, it's a little weird. It's very weird. Yeah. It's, it's funky. They're freaky. And I'm here we, for it. And we love them. But also, anyway. please, nobody make a horror movie about a mutated giant Mexican mole, mole worm. lizard. Lizard. Oh my gosh! Because yeah. that would make them terrifying to me, and you could really easily do it. And yeah. I want to love them. I yeah yeah. I I will say that after this research, I feel a little obsessed because I've always loved worms, especially earthworms. Yeah. Like ever since I cool. learned about them when I was young, like I've always loved worms. Yeah, it was 
that it was Worms not heartbreaking for you, huh? Yeah, right. It wasn't heartbreaking, but it was super fascinating to dissect an earthworm yeah. in in science class, and then still be able to go outside and like watch them do their thing. I was totally. always really fascinated. And these really like they are like little pink worms, but they actually have like little smiling faces. Yeah, and cute little mammal licks. You know what? I feel like they would be the star of a Miyazaki deserty film. Yeah. They they just look like something yeah. that Miyazaki would yeah. create. I think so. Or maybe something based on some sort of folklore. Yeah. Or that inspired folklore. Maybe. Yeah. I just need you just need you to see the Alaskan oh, no. bullworm. Oh so, no. Do I need to? Yeah, I just I need you to see it. Okay. Uh and then you could understand help. Send help. Ah I don't like it. Has it has a worm as a tongue. No, I don't like it. But I don't sometimes like it. sometimes it's cute. Is it a worm that ate its tongue and replaced the tongue with itself? No. Oh, because there are things that do that. Yeah, we t- we've talked about one yes. for sure. Yeah. I don't even remember what anymore. We've talked about so many animals. I have to go back and listen the to that. Hagfish do that? It might be. I don't know. No, remember. actually, I don't think we talked about it. I think we were watching, uh, yeah, watching something right. that talked <laughs> about it. By the way, I just, I just needed to see. That's what I meant when I was talking about those the face. short, blunt faces. Yeah. Oof. And honestly, that's what I have for you oh. today. It's a super short episode because. But you introduced me to a new animal that I had no idea existed and I feel like you have filled a hole in my heart that I didn't even know was there. Well and not only a new animal that you didn't know existed, yeah. right? Like a new critter, a fascinating critter. Yeah. Something that's just like really something we can cling on to. But it's part of a family of right. snakes and reptiles that there are there are more. There are more all over that's the world. So cool. Animals like this. There are way more legless lizards it. than we ever thought there were. That makes me so happy. I always just thought like, oh, okay, European legless lizards. Like I'm sure the, there's a couple more. Yeah, but like, right. No, this yeah. is a whole grouping of critters that we now have more access to. And that's the beauty of CritterCast is we're widening our own worlds and therefore all of our listeners as well. Yes. Right? That's, right. That's what we're all literally all here for. Right. And when we started CritterCast, I never thought we would like one day run out. It's, I mean, it's virtually no. impossible to run <laughs> out of species. Of but also we started about. with, let's talk about all geckos. Right. And so now I'm like <laughs> all the possibilities. Right. We could talk about just general worm lizards or like, you know, oh we could just, gosh. we could dive into so Love much it. or rather burrow into so much. Oh. I felt like this was an appropriate nice. critter to talk about because it's getting cold and we're all ready to snuggle in and burrow into warm things. Yeah. And that's just all a Mexican mole lizard wants. All ready to become Mexican mole lizards for the holidays. Right. And just like the whole the winter. The whole cold season. Yeah. Fall to winter yep. all the way through. Yep. Uh, how are you feeling? Um, fascinated. <laughs> a little obsessed. Yeah. I really want a plush Mexican mole lizard for Christmas. So if anyone knows where I can purchase one, please drop me a line. Let me know. All right. At me on Twitter. Right. <laughs> also, I like, I just like that they have a lot of similarities to axolotls. Yeah. They definitely reminded me of so axolotls. Like axolot, which are also a Mexican critter. Yeah. Right? Not from the same part. They're not no, from no, Baja they're, California, No, right? they're, they're from central Mexico. Yeah, yeah. But like in, in, mm-hmm. in many like 
adaptations yeah and and interpretations of what like the common names are right like axolotls are like mexican walking fish right and then these are like mexican worm lizards which okay or mexican legless lizards a lot (laughs) well you know just like they just become part of your regular everyday what's the word i'm looking for i don't i don't know that's like like a uh, your colloquialism oh yeah yeah yeah. Just become part of that. Yeah. Um, I was like, it's a, it's a word. It's a, <laughs> right. Just clamp your hands together like mole claws. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I love them and I was so excited to, to research them and talk about them, but I will get you on squirrels. We'll get there one no. day. Oh, but we can we, just you leave can. squirrels alone. It's yeah. fine. I will take Mexican mole lizards over squirrels. Literally. I mean, day. most people would because people know what squirrels are. But now you, CritterCast listeners, know what Mexican That's mole right. lizards are. Bring that one up at your next holiday party at work. Oh, yeah. Have Ask the your pi- boss. Have the picture at the ready. Hey, so uh, have you ever heard these, of a Mexican mole lizard? These might replace my go-to, like, critter to, to talk Odd about critter. over over hagfish. Because currently it's been hagfish. I mean... Like, when people ask about so critter cast, yeah. I'm like, we just did an episode on hagfish. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And they're like, what the... Yeah. And now I'm going to say, we just did an episode on Mexican mole lizards. Here you go. <laughs> and just people can be... Yes experience it and be I, feeling great. I really wish you had found this earlier so that I could have dressed as a Mexican mole lizard for, for Halloween. Halloween. That would have been Just great. Like, I, I, I fear the problem with dressing in all pink I'm already really pink anyways. So I know. I just fear that you might have been interpreted as, as something, something else. <laughs> something that I might also have been interpreted in as if I dress as a hagfish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Like I'm feeling yeah, like maybe I, don't. I see that complication. Yeah. That's a fair, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. If you have gotten all the way to the end of this episode 45 of CritterCast and you're feeling like, oh, it was so short. I need more. I need more Critter Facts. I need more interesting things. Understandably. Guess what? (gasps) What? We have 44 other full length episodes that you can enjoy. If people are just listening right now, what are some other episodes they should go and go back and find and listen to? I mean, definitely. I always recommend take a look through all of our episodes are are well titled. If Mm -hmm. you see your favorite animal on there, click that one. But if this is the type of episode that you're super into, I would definitely say hagfish is a top contender up there. Episode 40, hagfish. I would also say if you're into reptiles, we Mm -hmm. have several episodes on different reptiles like Kenyan sand boas, mm-hmm. ball pythons. Our very first episode, of course, is all about geckos. That's true. It's general, but it's historical. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta enjoy episode one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And episode two, all about different cephalopods. We need to revisit cephalopods. Obviously. We need to get more we specific so now. Big. But yeah. like, you'll but yes, enjoy it. Absolutely. absolutely. I think mm-hmm. there's, there's so many, so many fun episodes. To if you to. like the weird stuff, go check out the horseshoe crab episode horseshoe crabs and honestly snails and owls freaking we promise the owls one oh that was so weird there's a lot weirder than you think there would be in an owl right you would think you know everything about owls yeah but you don't know about the tampon eyes do you no oh my god and if you like creepy crawly 
I always recommend going back worms? to the Black Widow episode. Oh, the Black Widow one. The that Black really Widow episode one. I think you'll love. Yeah. Um, so check them out. And where could they where can they find these episodes? They Cassie? can find them anywhere that they listen to a podcast. They anywhere? Can, yeah, they can oh find gosh. them on Apple Podcasts. They can find them on Spotify. They can find them on Podcatcher. They can find them on Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Literally all the places. They can also find them on our, our website, which is criticastpodcast.com. That's right. Oh, what else can they find on our pod or on our website? On our website, aside from all of our previous episodes, you can find information on how to support us through Patreon. Ooh. You can find uh, information on how to support us through our Redbubble page, where you can buy merchandise with cool designs. Oh, we're gonna pictures need to of our get... critters. <gasps> do we have any friends who could do a picture of a uh, Mexican mole lizard for? Yeah, because I need a little some swag. cartoon Mexican yes. mole lizard. A cute Somebody little do. friendly Pokemon type one. Right. Yes. Someone please I need do it. it for us. I need it. Uh, they you can don't understand. Find, they can also find some resources, specifically reptile resources yeah. for common pet reptiles that you might find since they have a special place in our heart. You can find care sheets and cost and comparison charts and all that good stuff. And then, of course, uh, circling back to our Patreon, you can find more info on our website, but our Patreon is patreon.com slash CritterCast. And what's on our Patreon that oh my people gosh. would actually care about? What you would probably most care about is mm-hmm. if you join us at a, as a Patreon for at least $2 a month, which, you know, small amount, less than a That's cup of coffee. That's less than half of a cup of coffee. Right? Really, it is. Unless you go to Dutch Bros. Then it's then it's like depends half. on the cup of coffee. That's you get. true. <laughs> um, you get access to our monthly full length exclusive episodes, Ooh. all about magical, mystical, mythical creatures. Ooh. And right now we have three of those full length episodes out. We did somewhere along the way skip a month, so somewhere along the way in the future we will try to get two in a month, just so we can oh, even it out. Extra bonus. No for promise you. on which month that'll be. It'll just be like <laughs> a pleasant surprise. Yeah. We also put behind the scenes videos and all kinds of extra photos. A lot of times we'll do early access for nice. merchandise and photos before they hit our regular social media. Right. Yep. Speaking of our regular social media, if people want to hear more of our quirky, fun sense of humor, where mm-hmm. do they go? Well, they should definitely go to our YouTube channel where they can see some videos about us. And we're just CritterCast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They should check us out on Facebook mm-hmm. where we are. CritterCast. And on Instagram where we are. CritterCast Podcast. And on Twitter where we are. Cast Critter. That's right. Uh, you'll love us everywhere. Honestly, the social media game is a little slow these days. It is busy time Those of the whole, year for everyone, right? Like day job thing, right? Pays the rent has been. We a got little... a thing. <laughs> They're busy, but Lots. we do hop on there at least once a week on each each platform, <laughs> respectively. So if you follow us everywhere, you'll see us a couple times a week. Yes, um, and I like to think we we got some dank memes and some. Oh, absolutely, we are the some... dankest. Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to be the dankest. All right, you are the dankest. Oh, you no. bring the dank. Oh, we're aging ourselves a lot, <laughs> a lot here. We we are. The the children listening to us are groaning in, in shame, Perfect. secondhand shame. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Those are all the places that you can find us if you're looking and hungry for more CritterCast. And of course, if you get through all that or you just want to try out something new, don't forget about Just the Zoo of Us. That's right. And all of our other animal podcast friends and all of our other non-animal podcast friends yep. get 
pretty frequent shout outs on Twitter and Instagram. For sure. So check us out. Follow us there. Follow our recommendations if you like our taste. That's going to be it for episode 45 of CritterCast. Amazing. It was so good. We're so excited. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being wonderful people who always button up their shirts correctly and never miss a button. Oh, that would really screw up a lot of people's days. Right? So don't do that. And it can be really hard when it's, you know, getting close to spring forward, fall back, and and it's dark when you're getting dressed in the morning. I think we're just going to, we're going to call it. Okay. (laughs) See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. This is the CritterCast Podcast.